What up, Colorado State fans? The Rams are going dancing, and we are going to Indianapolis. Hopefully you get that joke. If you don't, probably going to flop, but that's okay. Big day for CSU fans. CSU receives a six seed. Going to face number 11, Michigan, in Indianapolis on Thursday. I've not seen a time yet, but I will get that out as soon as I have the information available. First things first, I mean, I just think everybody can can collectively just take a deep breath and relax. I mean, I understand that the last uh, 36-ish hours have, have been kind of uneasy. You know? I mean, CSU, they've been spurred through this process before Selection Sunday, typically not been very kind to CSU, but they ended up really coming out well, in my opinion. I mean, this is a decent draw. I will get into the matchup. We're going to talk about Nico Medved signing an extension. Michael Gallup actually just got a new deal with the Dallas Cowboys as well. So all things coming up. Big for CSU. Um, first things first, I got to shout out our homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before, turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Illinois listeners, we have some big news. Mobile registration is back right now. You can sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook simply by downloading the app right to your phone. If the Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, get in on the action with the DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play for free all March long. Gray shot at over $250,000 in prizes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. Get 200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with the promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Whew, man. I, uh, you know, I, I, I just couldn't help but think how much better I felt going into Selection Sunday today than I did last year. And obviously, that was the goal. You know, Nico Medved said it post-game after the loss to San Diego State. They were competitive. They wanted to win the Mountain West tournament. I saw some kind of ridiculous tweets guys some some chicken little ass tweets the sky was falling when csu lost to san diego state and i just i didn't understand it one san diego state a really good team top three in in terms of defensive efficiency according to ken palm a ton of length they give everybody trouble it's just what they do csu it comes down to the wire they lose a tight game and everyone's like oh man they're gonna be a 12 seed they're a play-in game no they're a 60 they get the highest seed in the mountain west because of their non-conference resume. Now, obviously, I will say, to me, it seems like the, the sweep over Boise State was very much respected by the committee, which is interesting because head-to-head doesn't always seem to, to matter with the committee, but it did this time with Boise State getting the eight seed. Uh, Forbid Mountain West is official, which is really cool for the league. Number eight, Boise State will take on number nine, Memphis. That is in Portland. Cool that it's, it's close. You're going to imagine you can get some Boise State fans out there, but... A tough draw going against Penny Hardaway's squad. That's actually who beat them in the NIT last year. They beat CSU in the NIT as well. Wyoming, man, they were they were nervous, but they got in in a play-in game. They are going to take on Indiana and Dayton. That'll be the, the first four on Wednesday night. Should be a fun matchup. That's a winnable matchup for Wyoming. I'm all rivalries aside. I'm really happy that Wyoming made the NCAA tournament. They deserved it. If if you were watching along. You could see the look on their faces when some of those other teams started to get in, and it, the, the vibes were not looking good. I, I couldn't help but feel for them. 
these teams all deserve to go. And ultimately, I just, you know, like while it's fun to root against each other and be petty, it, it would have been a travesty if a team as talented as that Pokes team didn't make the tournament. I mean, Maldonado, EK, these are the kind of guys that we want to see in the tournament. Ducell, Jeffries, it's, it's going to be fun. Number eight, San Diego State takes on number nine, Creighton in Fort Worth. Also kind of a tough matchup, in my opinion. Creighton's really come on strong. I will say, you know, that the injuries with Creighton does make this a little bit appealing for San Diego State. The fact that you get an eight seed time with Boise State is always tough because, look, if you win, your award is, is advancing to play a one seed. And obviously CSU has felt this in the past when they lost to Louisville for their now vacated national championship. But ultimately, like, if you want to make a run, you're going to have to beat good teams no matter what. So ultimately, it's just, you just got to get in. And these four Mountain West teams, they got in CSU, Michigan, tough draw in Annapolis. You know, it's a Big Ten team in a Big Ten city. And I'm going to dive kind of into this matchup a little bit. I'm going to have uh, some Michigan people on the pod in the coming days to get a more in-depth, you know, conversation on the Wolverines. But just the fact that you are going against a Big Ten team in a Big Ten city is is a little bit alarming. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's probably going to be a home game for Michigan. I hope the Ram fans can travel from a from a uh, location standpoint. Probably second or third best option. I mean, San Diego or Fort Worth probably would have been a little bit more convenient for CSU fans, but it's centrally located. They've got a lot of housing in, in Indy or hotel options. You know what I mean? It should be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I just don't have complaints. You know, I saw. Uh, our buddy Mitchell Carroll, who does some of the merch stuff in, in DMVR Rapids, he was like, this is a brutal draw for CSU. You know, they're playing Michigan in a Big Ten city. 100% agree. But also, I'm just like, man, we're a six seed. It's, it is what it is. You're going to have to beat some good teams. If you win, you're going to have to play Tennessee. That's really hard. <laughs> like, You would have got Tennessee in the opening round. Then I would have been complaining. This Michigan team, though, I don't know. You know, they 17 and 14 overall, 11 and 9 in conference play. Finished seventh in the Big Ten, got bounced by Indiana in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament. Uh, four and five over the last nine games. Now, you got to add that there was some drama worked in there with the whole Jawan Howard situation. You know, your coach gets suspended. Um, yeah, you know, maybe that's why they lost a couple of games. But to me, that's also kind of the sign of, a, of an uncomposed program. They never won more than three games in a row at any point this season. They came into the year, you know, with all the all the attention. They're number six in the AP poll. By number by November 29th, they were all the way down to 24th. They haven't been in the top 25 uh, December on. I mean, yeah, you're worried about Hunter Dickinson, you know, a true seven foot one center. This is a beast. He goes for 18 and, and eight a night. He's the kind of guy that can, you know, single handedly really disrupt a game plan. And obviously, CSU, their average height six four. Michigan six six is their average height. That's that's a big difference. You know, they're, they're going to be able to clog up the lanes kind of similarly to what you saw from San Diego State. That said, they don't buy in, you know, as consistently as San Diego State. So we'll see, you know, there. But ultimately, I feel like this is a matchup that the Rams can win. And ultimately, I just, I believe in the, the mindset and the demeanor of this team more than anything. That the talent matters. But being able to stay composed and, and win in, in tight games is, is really... <laughs> You know, that's the key to having success in the NCAA tournament. And Pat Forty of, of Sports Illustrated was out there in Vegas at the Mountain West Tournament. And he actually wrote a really good article on it, just kind of talking about how, you know, you, you don't want to count out these Mountain West teams in the NCAA tournament because they've had to play in so many tight games consistently. I mean, it's just been a gauntlet. You look at 
the CSU Boise State games, both of them came down to the wire. CSU Wyoming, both of them came down to the wire. You have a really tight game against San Diego State. You have one blowout. That's the wire, but or the the one outlier. But really, I mean, between all these four teams, it was it was just a gauntlet. And that's not even when you factor in, you know, the the UNLVs and New Mexicos and Fresno States and Utah States of the world. I mean, these teams they're battle tested. They played in hostile environments. They've been playing in tight games all year. I think that's really going to benefit CSU. I mean, you've seen some of these power five teams, man. They just, they didn't schedule up as hard. And obviously you don't need to as, as much when you're a power five team because you're going to get the benefit of the doubt, which is not the case when you're CSU. And, and that's why it was great to see them schedule up and then to see it all play out. And I'm writing a feature on that, you know, as we speak, just the fact that they had a plan, they executed, it worked out. It was great coaching, great scheduling. Shout out to Aaron Katsuma of CSU Men's Basketball. The man behind the scenes, he does all of that. Um, he deserves just immense praise because this was an awesome schedule. Even the games they lost, like if they would have got that Alabama game and you, you're probably looking at a potential five seed if, if you're CSU and man, that would have been incredible. But it, I'm just happy that everything worked out. You know, I feel like as CSU fans, it's, it's so easy to immediately just assume the worst. And then kind of going back to that, that chicken little reference, I get it. You know, I, people, we've been through this so many times, so many times we've had our heart broken. Last year, we did a, a live show during Selection Sunday. And, you know, I live had to watch CSU get screwed and not make the tournament. And you guys got to just bask in my misery. I mean, I get it. But this year was different. It was always different. They scheduled up. The metrics were in their favor. The resume was always strong. And we saw it. It played out. You know, would it have been awesome to win the Mountain West tournament too? Yes. Would it have been cool to win the, the Mountain West championship? Absolutely. Like, you know, you're, you're in the conference. You want to win the ring, but ultimately it's all about the NCAA tournament. And now they have a chance to potentially, you know, really do something special here. And I'm just, I'm so excited. Like I said, I am going to have, you know, a couple of people on from, from national outlets throughout the week to just kind of get a more in-depth preview of Michigan, you know, people that were watching the Big Ten regularly, but I really like this matchup for the Rams. Again, you know, you got to worry about Hunter Dickinson. I will say, I feel like this is going to be a huge game for CSU's bigs. James Moore's in particular really struggled in that game against San Diego State, probably his worst performance of the season. It's a really tough matchup. You know, I'm not trying to dwell on it or or beat a guy, you know, when he's down after a, a tough game, but this is going to be a big test for him. And and Roddy and, and DT as well. I mean, like I said, seven foot one center and Hunter Dickinson. Not it's not something you go up against every day. You know, we saw CSU trying to go up against Namus Keita in the Mountain West quarterfinals last year. He really, really ruined their day. Nine blocks. So, you know, when you are a smaller team, it can be tricky. It can be tricky. But we have seen CSU deal with guys like Orlando Robinson and Bull with guys in the past. So it's not a reason to panic. Um a couple other things I would look at Michigan's guards, Eli Brooks, Devontae Jones. Brooks had some pretty big shots in the NCAA tournament last year. You know, you just senior guards. You always got to be worried about senior guards. And and just the experience of having been through the NCAA tournament before, I think that's big for, for this Michigan team. But kind of off of that, I, I was thinking about it. As much as it hurt for CSU to not make the NCAA tournament last year. I kind of think that in the long run, it worked out for the best because I'm not so sure that team last year was ready to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. Maybe they get in, probably get bounced, go one and done. Instead, you have the heartbreak. 
You go into the NIT really determined, and they end up getting to play four really difficult, challenging, difficult and challenging postseason games. You know, you're you're going up against Curtis Lofton of, of Louisiana Lafayette and you know, Memphis and Penny Hardaway and all their five-star players and and just some of these teams, you know, I, I feel like CSU they grew from it and they came into this season more composed. They were ready. They were determined, obviously, not to get, you know, left out of the field again. But I don't know, you know, it, maybe it's easy for me to say it this way, you know, now, like, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But I, I re- there is a big part of me that thinks as, as frustrating as it was to not make the field last year, I think they grew from it. I think they benefited from it. And, you know, I, I don't know. I Sometimes I roll my eyes with stuff like that. It's, it's like, you know, when would you rather go undefeated or lose? Obviously, you'd rather go undefeated, but you can you can really learn more in a loss than you can in a win at times. And I don't know. I just think that the heartbreak kind of got this team where they needed to be. And now between that and, you know, the, the everything that they gained in the non-conference league going against teams like Creighton and St. Mary's and Mississippi State and Oral Roberts and, and you know, Max Azem is the Sweet 16 darling from last year. And then adding on everything that you gained in the Mountain West and surviving this crazy schedule and having to go toe-to-toe with all these talented teams. I just think they're ready. I, I, I really think this team is ready. And, you know, anything can happen. You know, they, they might get bounced in the first round. And if they lose, it doesn't change how special this season has been. You know, I talked about it after the San Diego State game. You are not defined by 40 minutes of action. You're defined by your collective resume and everything that you've accomplished and everything that this team has accomplished this season has been special. I hope that they they continue. I hope that they build a run off of this. But I mean, to just even be in this place is, is special. First time they made the NCAA tournament in nine years. Nine years, guys. I remember being a junior and sophomore in high school and a junior in high school and watching these runs and thinking like, man, I would love to go to CSU. You know, remember thinking like, whoa, what would it be like to experience that Moby magic, the Moby madness? You know, there were, there were a few moments, the, the Gian Clavel years, you know, Stan Kidd, J.J. Avila. CSU had some talent. They weren't bad teams, but it was nothing like this year. I, I, I will remember this season for as long as I live. And if they go on and, and do something in the NCAA tournament, it's only going to amplify that even more. But it's, it's just been special. And today has been incredible. Like, between the NCAA tournament and Nico Medved signing an extension, which I'm going to talk about here momentarily, and now Michael Gallup getting a deal. I mean, what more can you ask for? Not much. Not much. I'm just, I'm enjoying the ride. And I hope that all of you are too. And, and the reason I bring this up is because like I said, they, they may ultimately lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament. You never know. You're playing a talented team from the Big Ten in a Big Ten city. They've got you know a couple of NBA guys. You just never know. So you just have to appreciate the ride. I just I want to add that in. You know, I'm confident. I feel like CSU is going to perform well in this game, but just got to appreciate the journey. All right, let's uh, transition real quick and then talk about this extension for Nico Medved. Conveniently announced right before selection Sunday. I'm going to have to, you know, get a get a column out on this, talk about it. I'll dive into it, you know, more in depth later once I can really look at the figures, but they get this extension done through 2829. Uh his salary goes up slightly. They add a bunch of incentives in there. And, you know, you got a you got a nice little 
nice little buyout in case, you know, the bigger schools try to come in. It's what you got to do, man. Like ultimately there's always going to be bigger schools. There's always going to be bigger athletic departments with, you know, blank checks and, and bigger resources. It just is what it is when you are in the mountain West. What you can do though, if you're CSU is you can show that you're trying to back him. You know, you got to prove your commitment that you're determined to win, that you don't just want, you know, a moment in the sun here. You're not trying to capture lightning in a bottle. You're trying to sustain this. You're trying to build a program that can compete at a high level long-term. And obviously having a great coach helps that. If somebody in the Big Ten comes along and offers them $3 million, CSU's not going to have that type of dough. But I don't think he's going to leave for just anything, you know? It, it's, it, it's interesting. We have seen instances before where coaches sign extensions and they, they still leave that same that same cycle, you know, it's, it's nothing is ever in stone, but the fact that CSU is willing to commit to him is big. I think it increases the chances that he sticks around and then, you know, doesn't dip. And off of that, if he does, it, it would be really, really disappointing. He's a great coach. I love, you know, working around him. I love everything he's done for the program, but you can, as a university then say, look, we we're committed to winning. We did our part. And all of a sudden, you look like a pretty attractive, you know, option around the country for for great coaches. And you know, personally, I've always said, you know, if if Medved were to move on, I I would highly consider promoting Ali Farokmanesh. But you know, I just think the fact that you're you're being committed to winning, you're putting your money where your mouth is. That's all you can do, you know, when you're CSU. At the end of the day, there's always bigger schools. There's always people with more resources than you. What you can do is try. And that's what they're doing. They're swinging big. They're going for it, both football and basketball. Look, man, this can be a sleeping giant. We all know everything that CSU has to offer institutionally. I just, I'm very encouraged, man. This is the, this is the most encouraged I've been about the future of CSU athletics and maybe ever. I mean, you'd probably have to go back to when I was a, a little kid and didn't really know what I was talking about, but I don't know, man. I just I think it's really good to be a freaking CSU fan right now. And I can't say how many times in my life I've been able to say that genuinely. You know, I mean, you're always proud to be. We always bleed green and gold. We always love CSU. We're always going to support this school, this program. But, you know, we all, we all, when you go three and nine, you know, when you're going 500 in college basketball, yeah, you're, you're going to defend your school when someone else talks. But are you out there saying it with your chest or, you know, you out there, you know, confidently, you know, talking trash. It's just, it's a completely different state. And, and the vibes are incredible right now. I couldn't be happier. I know I'm all over the place right now. It's just so many good things. I'm like, oh, and I'm excited about this. And I'm excited about this. And I am this too. Speaking of which, let's let's talk about Michael Gallup just briefly. He got a five-year extension, $62 million, according to Adam Schefter. Nice little deal for MG coming off of the torn ACL. I was worried he wasn't going to get a get a new contract, but you know, former CSU Ram, they're they're investing in him long term. I mean, I think he has the potential to be a really solid number one, number two wide receiver in this league. He's obviously got phenomenal ball skills. I I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I just wanted to to shout him out and you know just talk about all the good things that are happening at CSU right now. I mean, this isn't going to be. Uh, a long show, like I said, I am going to do another podcast that kind of breaks everything down in depth. I'm going to talk with some Michigan guys. I am going to write about the matchup. I'm going to dive into all of it. But I just wanted to go live and, and kind of, you know, embrace this moment with all of you and just recognize how cool this day really is. I mean, yeah, what a day. 
Shout out to my guy, Nicholas Toffelmeyer, who since April 2019 has been posting the same photo of Adam Thistlewood every single day. Didn't miss one day. Every day until they made the NCAA tournament. That day is today. Today is special for people like Nicholas Toffelmeyer. For people that remember what it was like when Moby was a morgue. Now, we're a sixth seed in the NCAA tournament. Five straight sellouts. Respected on a national level. David Roddy is, in, is a national name in college basketball at this point. And Isaiah Stevens, some of these other guys have a chance to be as well. It's, it's incredible. And I just, I hope you can all enjoy this. Because as, as heartbreaking as sports tend to be, year in and year out, these special moments, these are the ones that stick with you. Like I said, I mean, those NCAA tournament runs made me want to go to CSU. Like, I grew up following CSU, but that's what affirmed my decision. Yeah, I want to go, go experience that. I want to be on that campus. I want to be a part of that community, that culture. And it's been, it's been a brutal stretch. It's been a really tough decade up to this point between football and basketball, too. I mean, the embarrassment of everything that happened with the Eustacey scandals and academic ineligibility and him threatening the players and you know, obviously, you know, football and, and everything that went wrong in the Bobo and Adazio eras. We're now at a point where it just, it feels good. It f- feels exciting. I, I don't even know what to do with my hands right now. I'm like Ricky Bobby in an interview. I, I don't know what to do with my hands because that's how excited I am. And I know all of you are too. And I just, I want to thank you all for, for following my content all season. Thank you for, for reading that feature I wrote on Chandler Jacobs out in Vegas. Go check it out. We are going to have all kinds of content for you about the NCAA tournament. I've still got more features I'm working on from interviews I did in Vegas. It's just, it's fun. It's genuinely just fun to be a CSU fan right now. And I hope you guys enjoy this night. I hope you guys party. I hope you call everyone you know. I hope you go put on your Rams gear. I hope you text your Buffs fans in your life. No offense to you guys. I, you know, would have been cool to see again in the tourney too. But hey, tonight, it's all about the CSU Rams. Shout out to all of you. I will be out there in Indianapolis. I I cannot wait. It's going to be a blast. Enjoy this night, Ram Nation. Enjoy it. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.